Welcome to The Fix here on GigJunkie.net with me, Gary Pounder, back with a big episode of the podcast. We have an interview with one of the most hyped acts around at the moment, thanks to Enemy and various music blogs everywhere, including ourselves at GigJunkie.net. They are The Drums, another band from Brooklyn, along with the likes of Vampire Weekend and Yeta rolling off that conveyor belt, and with a debut self-titled album out next month, it's a perfect time to catch up with the band. I will also be talking to the band who were in charge of Top Man Control last month with a lot of power. They are the lovely Tulips. But first, a band whose new album Hold Me Down has done huge things, charting at number 5 in the album chart. It came as a huge surprise to them and their label. They are Yumi at 6 and I caught up with them after their biggest headline show to date at Brixton Academy. We're joined by the fabulous, and I do mean fabulous, you, me at six. How are you? I'm very well. I wouldn't say I'm fabulous. Oh. <laughs> but, um, I'm, I'm immaculate, I could say. Immaculate? That's a better um, word. Could use immaculate or fabulous. It's a better word, I feel. Um, so you're playing Final Fantasy today in your yes. pyjamas? Yes, in my police top, my Calvin Klein pyjama bottoms and the new Final Fantasy. I'm absolutely loving right now. Can I just say the girls will love that detail that you've gone into there? Uh, I don't know about that. I don't think they want to see me in this state at the moment. They, oh, they would. Trust me. I've put it out on Facebook that I'm interviewing you for the show. The yeah. girls seem to love it. The girls seem to love it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If they, if they saw in what kind of state I'm in right now, I think there'd be, there'd be a massive turn on. But... Have you got bed hair? I've got bed hair, but I've got a hat on. And I don't think Final Fantasy is really a girl's game. I think it's... Well, it could be, but I think it's a turn-off that I'm playing a, a role-playing adventure game right now. To so. be to be honest, though, if they're the die-hard fans, the women that love you, they ain't going to care if you're playing Final Fantasy or Tomb Raider. They'll love you. Uh, Tomb Raider's a classic, man. That's, yeah. a, that's a good one for the ladies. Or Crash Bandicoot. Yes, or, or Croc. Oh, we're going to go old school with Croc, yeah. I remember that one really <laughs> vaguely. It's the, it's the little alligator who just went around all the time and he just like had special powers and stuff. It was sick. Wow. I might, yeah. I might have to dig that out when I go home this weekend. If you've got an iPhone, see if they've got an iPhone app and stuff. You know, they've got everything these days, iPhone apps do. Technology these days. It's a wonderful thing. It's, it's ridiculous, man. It's, just, it's blowing my mind away. <laughs> I, spo- <laughs> I suppose we should talk about music now. Yeah, instead of computer games, yeah. we should talk about music. Let's get back to the real stuff. Right, so you've just been on the UK tour. Uh, Brixton was your biggest headline date. I'm sorry I couldn't make it down there on Saturday. I was That's very right. gutted, but, you know, family dinner. How was yeah. it? Uh, it was incredible. I, I don't know. I was, I was kind of speechless on the night just to be at that venue, playing that venue, because that was like our band's dream to one day achieve the level of headline in Brixton Academy. And on that day, I was kind of like, it was really surreal and stuff, like, just to be an avenue and headline. But it was an awesome feeling, man. Like, the show went really well. We filmed it for our live DVD as well. So oh, wow. It was a pretty special night, yeah. Goose- all Goosebumps? In all, it, was like a, it was a great tour. Goosebumps moment, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was a bit of a Goosebumps moment. Like, when I walked on, like, I don't normally get nervous, apart from when I first walked on a bricks and I was kind of nervous and stuff, so. Did you, did you relax by the end, though? Yeah, I was, I was quite chill by the end. I was... I had like goosebumps still, but 
more like exciting nerve than anything yeah. because with what we've done with the band so stoked on the fact yeah how did that compare because you've played um the big venues you've played like with paramore um arena dates and festival dates but how did that compare to playing brixton your own headline show your biggest headline show today do you prefer like, uh sort of big arena venues performing with the likes of paramore as i just said or was it all about that Brixton show? That was the one you I, I, I love it all, really, man. Like, that Paramore tour, we did play in those venues with those guys. Like, they're some good friends of ours and stuff. And it was really good. Like, it was a fun tour, like, to play out with those guys and just play in some of those venues, like, as a main support act. So, like, that was wicked. But, yeah, doing the headlining tour, like, in these kind of venues were a bit more special, I think, to us. Just because it was, like, a, it was under the name of Uni at Six. It's, like, it's, like kind of show like all the hard work we've put in for like three four years now was like has paid off and like it was like an achieving moment for all of us and everybody who works with our team big group big uh group hug at the end uh there was a big group hug it was more like uh, it was more matty b's birthday there was matt barnes's birthday oh. and, like, his 21st so wow. as you can imagine matt barnes is a bit of a party animal yes. like he's a, he's the wild one so he was tossing salad all over the dress room shaking champagne up it was yeah, it was a good little uh, birthday celebration, but a good way to end tour as well. I, I just love the fact the first one you came out with there was salad tossing costing. salad. <laughs> That's rock yeah, and roll. I, I wasn't expecting it as well, you know, with TV flying out the window. No, we just like to fry iceberg lettuce everywhere, <laughs> so... <laughs> right, your new single, uh, Liquid Confidence, is out yeah. on April the 19th from the album uh, Hold Me Down. Um, the album's done so well. Were you guys uh, uh, kind of surprised or uh, expected the success of the album? Number five in the album charts? No, not at all. Like, I remember like when we were speaking to our label about it, they're like, yeah, we're expecting like a top ten album out of this, maybe top five and stuff, and we all just looked at each other and was like, well, if that happens, that'd be amazing. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we just wrote this album because we really enjoyed it, and like we enjoyed the way our music was going. And it was something like, it felt like we were, that's how we are represented right now because Take Off Your Colors was like a CD we was in the writing for quite a long time from when we were young, from the age of 15 to like 18. Yeah. So kind of getting all this new music, I was kind of like, this is where we are at today. And it's like, this is what we enjoy playing and enjoy listening to. And hopefully you guys do too. And that the fact they went to number five and shot, like charted up there with people like Lady Gaga, Paolo Nutini, Florence Machines, and uh, uh, Vampire Weekend, I say as well. Or, you know, I didn't say Vampire Weekend. So yeah. it's kind of like, it's like a wicked thing to be up there of all those band names because they're renowned band names across the world. Yeah, because so let's like, remember, it came out like uh, at a time when the big album sales were happening and it was kind of, it, it, yeah, like, you yeah, had like was, Lady Gaga, Florence was selling loads and you guys done extremely well to get up there. Yeah, so like I think we were just all, we're all mega stoked on the fact that we have achieved this, this much of this album in the UK and we want to try and take it now more onto an international scale and try and get people on the international base kind of knowing about our band because I feel like it does have a lot of potential for new people to find out about our music. And you guys are off to America, I see, on the uh, Warp Tour, is that right? Yeah, that's going to be a, that's going to be a fun time. Eight weeks in dusty car parks, dragging your gear <laughs> for miles upon end and waking up at seven in the morning with a great hangover. So You love it, really. I, I, do, I do love it. That's like the part about Warp Tour I really do love, the fact that you have to work so hard for everything you do at that festival and you wake up at like seven, eight o'clock to find out what time you're actually playing that day. I think it's like, a great achieving feeling when you finish the walk tour off and you're done you're kind of like 
yeah, we've really worked hard for this tour and like hopefully we've done as much as we can to get new people on board of our band and stuff. I hope you've got a holiday booked after that. Uh, there's uh, no holiday time for Yumi at six. Our holiday time's actually like, I think it's going to be like next month and stuff or when we get back from Japan, we've got a little bit of time off. So there'll be more time to be playing Final Fantasy then. Yes. Good, good. Um, I've just seen your tour schedule on your MySpace. My yeah. word, you are the hardest working band around at the moment. Stretches well, all the way to August. Well, yeah, it stretches to August at the moment. There should be some new stuff coming up as well. But like, we like we like to keep busy, you know. Like yeah. we've got to, we've brought our hold me down in January. I think we've got a lot more touring to do with the CD to get more people on board, as I said. So. I'm looking forward to going to the places that we haven't been to yet in Europe and hopefully visiting some places that we have done before and just keeping the buzz up about our name. Cool. And trying to encourage people to get on board with Hold Me Down. Yes, they should buy it. It's a great album. Um, so, you. festival season. Can you give us any exclusives? I can't all? give you any exclusives because I don't even know any exclusives myself at the moment. Um, we're, trying, we're trying to get a couple of festivals, but because we're doing the Warp Tour this year and it's like a long festival, I think that's our main concern Warp Tour this year, but if we get a couple of festivals, that'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you guys go on tour, what yep. can't you go without on tour? And it can't be a laptop or phone. Can't be a laptop or phone. Yes. Uh, my pajama bottoms, my Calvin Klein pajama bottoms. You're a fan of those, I can tell. I, I do love my pajama bottoms. I'm telling you, I can't, I can't escape them. If you're in a cold place, if you're in Europe, when it's in dire weather, when it's snowing outside, the worst thing is waking up in your boxes goosebumps and pins and needles when you're freezing cold overnight and you feel horrible the next day so they're an essential for me and deodorant and toothbrush yes they're, they're essentials you've got to take them obviously best of luck with the walk tour and uh we wish you the best of luck with the hold me down album it's a great album go get it people so that's what happened when i caught up with yumi at six this past month after their biggest headline show today at brixton academy on the website at gigjunkie.net this month we have tickets to give away to this year's beach break festival it is the only student festival in the uk and just announced as headliners are vampire weekend they will be there with their new album contra plus the future heads whom we have an exclusive interview with on the next podcast and a very special exclusive treat we'll be unleashing. So the drums, they are in every music publication on a weekly basis and having opened the enemy tour recently, their popularity has ever grown and ahead of their debut album in June, I caught up with the band in a slightly hungover state. So um, I'm here in Island Records overlooking a great drop here which for any person suffering from vertigo is a huge distraction. Wouldn't you agree, the drums? Yes, it's terrifying, actually. Are you scared of vertigo as well? Oh, um, no. You're, you're the lucky one. I'm scared of heights, but not vertigo. <laughs> <laughs> how, does, how does that work? Anyway, so I'm here with the drums. They played uh, in London last night. Are you guys feeling a bit fragile today? Yeah, maybe just a little, actually. But I have, uh, you know, we've been playing every night for the past three nights, so that always puts you kind of in a fragile state, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, we don't know what to do with ourselves now that we don't have any more shows ahead of us for the next couple of days. I hate to tell you, lads, but tonight at Rough Trade, you've got an in-store show. Oh, yeah. We do have two shows today, actually. There's a disappointed face there. <laughs> no, yes, we're very excited about that. I, 
No, it's not like a proper show. It's more, I don't know. Yeah. To celebrate the release of the single, uh, Best Friend mm-hmm. is out this week. Um, are you guys pleased with the success of it? Because you're, you're one of the most hyped bands of the year without an album release as of yet. And um, I want to know how you're dealing with the hype and the pressure. Um, how do you guys go about dealing with it? Um, I guess we just ignore it. There's an, enough going on right now that we just are busy working on everything, you know. We, we're very hands-on with the band. We do all our own artwork and we produce everything ourselves. So, you know, most hype bands seem, uh, usually seem very trendy or of the moment. And that's everything we've always wanted to not be. So we hope that once the dust settles of the hype, we'll just still be standing here and doing exactly what we're doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, a good, that's a good way to have it, I suppose, because you don't want to be seen as... You said you don't want to be seen as the trendy yeah. in thing. Um, with, like, magazines like NME and GQ, who have both um, bigged you up in such a huge way, do you find it's hard to get away from that sort of we're the trendy thing? I mean, it, it's good to have the trendy tag, I guess, but... Um, are you kind of do you wish that they wouldn't hype you as much because it puts that huge weight on your shoulder um i don't know i don't i don't feel like it does put a weight on our shoulder because to us you know all that matters is writing a good song and that's all we try to do and and we feel like maybe we've come close to doing that so you know i mean other than i don't i don't really f- People can call us trendy all they want, but at the end of the day, I'm, I dress like your grandparents. <laughs> um, you were on the recent NME tour um, with the Maccabees headline in Bombay Bicycle Club and the Big Pink. You guys had the prestigious opening slot. It's gone to huge names before, like Florence and the Machine, who you're supporting in May. Um, how was the NME tour? It was really great, actually. It was strange because it was our really the first proper tour we've ever done you know so it's like just kind of being thrown into the deep end in a way and it's kind of intimidating at first because the crowds were so big every night and um we just went into it and did what we always do and at first we just kind of stuck to ourselves and by the end of the tour we were good friends with all the other bands and really sad that it was an ending all the bands on that lineup are really nice guys. Who is the best to party with? Uh, Big Pink are definitely <laughs> the best to party with. They are heavy drinkers. They are party animals, yeah. But the Maccabees are very lovely They're guys. Very nice to read books with. They are. Orlando's a good book reader. Yes. I know that. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you've got the tour with Florence coming up as well. Mm-hmm. And this is all like in a big push for the album, which is out in June. Um, what is the title of this? And when is the release date? The title is The Drums, and the release date is June 7th. He's right. Um, so you've been announced uh, this week, the lineup for Reading and Leeds came out. Um, you, you guys are playing on the enemy stage. That's correct, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I've read that. Yes. yes. <laughs> You're a big reader of the enemy. Yeah, um, so have you been there before as uh, fans, and are you excited for this? Because in terms of indie music, it's seen as the big festival. 
the end of the year big summer bash for us. Um, I've never been before. Actually, before we came over here for the drums, I'd never been to the UK at all. But um, so a lot of these festivals I didn't really even know about. But looking at the lineup and and everything, it is very exciting. How are you guys finding life here in the UK when you come to visit? I mean, you're here for a kind of a little stint. You've done the the tour of the UK. Um, where's the where's your favorite place in the UK? Uh, I think each town offers like something very specific. You know, I feel like for whatever reason, I feel most at home in Manchester. But maybe mm. that I don't know if it's just the people or the landscape of the place. Yeah, I think it's the people. I think I'd definitely say Manchester and Glasgow my favorite places but I think it's because we have friends there and, and everything uh, but yeah I like it here the UK it's sort of we've been here so much since last fall it's sort of been a love-hate relationship when you first get here it's when you've never been here it's a very romantic notion and then after a while that wears off and everything's just backwards here and it's annoying and then once you are used to that then you can kind of start to enjoy it again um, so, uh, what does the rest of the year uh, hold for you guys? Do you have a plan set out? Do you have a, like a big list somewhere on someone's laptop saying, this is what we must achieve, tick, done, There tick. is a list. There's a list on Santa Claus' laptop, and it's just non-stop shows for the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean... We, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're just a <laughs> band playing gigs and putting out a record. So I think, um, you know, we get getting the record out. We have that Florence tour, um, and then summer festivals. Um, and I guess at some point we should headline a festival or a tour rather, <laughs> uh, not headline a headline a tour. Um, so hopefully maybe in the late fall or something. We're looking forward to that. And last night's show was attended by none other than Morrissey. Um, as fans of the band go, they can't really get much bigger than that. Um, did any of you guys manage to catch him? No. I don't think I don't any of us know. saw him or talked to him. But it's amazing he was yeah. there, you know. That's, that's really crazy to think about. I was told he was bobbing his head. And his hair was flopping around, quiff so his quiff was yep, flopping up and down, so that's a good sign. How does it feel to have support from such a great man? Were you informed beforehand that he was there? Yeah, we were, and it's just kind of mind-blowing, you know? And you, you, As soon as you're told, oh, Morrissey's coming, you instantly think, that's crazy. And you just remember listening to, like, Smith's tapes when you were, like... 10 years old and being obsessed. I'm almost glad we didn't actually see him though because it brings this like you know idea in your head to, to life so I don't know. Yeah, him just kind of being disp dispensed in the crowd. I think if I would better. have seen him sitting there just bobbing his head it would have made me feel really awkward. <laughs> yeah with but that. Would the if you had have seen him, would it have brought it kind of all to reality what you're doing and like the whole yeah we've made it now we're about or we're we're about we're on the road to making it. Morrissey's a fan of us. This is getting scary now. Well, it's been getting scary for a while because it it just all kind of is, keeps building up and just 
expanding, it seems like. The night before last night, uh, Mike Joyce and Andy Rourke came to our show, you know. You just need Johnny now. Yeah, I know, we're trying to on. collect them. We hear we might... John, John made to try and sort Johnny out. Yeah. Could you please? Cool, cool. <laughs> uh, I'll try it. You just need to be on the same bill as the Cribs, and then it will happen. True. There. That's Let's get the tour questionnaire done. Right, so, on the tour bus, who has the smelliest feet? Oh, that's definitely me. But it's not even just on the tour bus, it's just in life. It's just a life thing. Yeah, and it's not even like, oh, I have smelly feet. It's like a clinical problem, probably, right? Uh, It's sad, too, because we even get new socks every day. And um, they have to be thrown away. Oh, my. Oh, my. really bad. Who has the worst body odor? Probably me too. No. Well, again. Connor and I share that title <laughs> most of the time, I think. And the mix is go back wonderful. <laughs> Who is the best drinker? Who can handle their drink? Well, remember, kids drink responsibly. <laughs> oh, God. Pro- probably Connor. What? Are you crazy? He's the well, worst. Oh, yeah, but it takes a lot. I guess so. Yeah. What is the drinking choice? What do you guys go for? Is it JD or is it just a normal oh. beer? Uh, I can only drink beer and wine. And Same. You're a wine fan. Red or white or rosé? White, usually. Yeah. See, I had red the other night. Went everywhere. Not a good, not a good oh, choice. Yeah. Not a good choice. Um, who stays up the longest on the tour bus? Who keeps you all awake when you just want to crash? Connor Hanwick. Connor seems like the party animal. Man, he is. Do you have to, do you have to cage him? Partying. Yeah, Connor will stay up partying. I, I'm usually the last one to go to sleep, but I'm usually just reading a book or something like that. What do you guys listen to on the tour bus? What's taking your fancy at the moment? Mm. If you do listen to anything on the tour bus. Well, as always, we listen to a lot of The Wake. It always seems like Kate Bush keeps popping up. Um, I don't know. It just depends on the mood we're in. If it warrants something mellow, we usually go really extreme and listen to, like, Blue Boy or something really mellow. And if it warrants something exciting, we'll play, like... Pale Spectre. (laughs) There's a lot of times where we're just all four sitting with different headphones on. <laughs> that happens all a lot. Right. World. Just to have a break from each other. When Just to zone right out. To Just other. to zone out. Right, drums, it's been a pleasure catching up with you guys. Best of luck with the album out in June. June the 7th. Good lads. So that was the drums. I caught up with them in a hungover state. Great interview in my mind. Uh, They didn't entertain, but what they delivered was a great deep interview and a great insight into their music. We are near the end of another podcast, but do not fear. The next episode promises to be even better. Future Heads exclusive interview. I catch up with Foles ahead of Total total life forever there are a lot of great new releases out at the moment including a fabulous epic return from lcd sound system true classic and if rumors are to be believed there's their last then that's the way to go out deftones are back as well great new album from then 
and also on the next podcast we talk to Foles like I said about their new album Total Life Forever so it's a great time for new music and Future Heads we will be discussing their new album The Chaos and the acoustic treat that they will provide us so last but not least I chat to last month's Top Man Control curators and their album Unicorn is out to buy now they are on the rise and they are called Tulips so it's Gig Junkie and we're joined now by Tulips who are at Top Man in Oxford Street. We are at Top Man, yeah. How does it feel to be doing an interview from Top Man? Uh, well, I feel slightly perverted because I shouldn't really be in the Top Man changing rooms, and yet I am. You're in the Top uh, Man changing rooms? I am, yeah. I am. I'm overseeing uh, my fans getting changed. But oh. I've seen that a million times. Um, oh. uh, we're just choosing some, choosing some free clothes. It's a peak, um, uh, yeah, uh, a perk of the job uh, for doing this Top Man control um, business. Um, so, yeah. Things. Wow, I should have come down to the store to do this. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, an, it's a fun little bonus sometimes when people give you nice things. Cool, cool. So let's just explain to the listeners um, about the Top Man Control. You guys <laughs> are in charge for April, basically, of the yeah. Top Man Control. Yeah, basically we sort of take over the website and, um, and we curate a show that we headline and then we choose all the bands that are going to play... Um, that are going to play the night with us yep. um, and just generally sort of become all things top shop cool cool and are you allowed to reveal the gig details to us um, I can definitely reveal one of them is uh, Ten Bears supporting us who are a really cool Manchester band cool um, but the other one if I'm honest with you we haven't actually been told yet basically <laughs> we we submitted a list um, of uh, so you're allowed to pick the bands that support you yeah 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 we like we submitted a list of like 15 of our favorite bands and um and yeah and then top shop kind of top man they they contact all the people and they get who they get so um yeah it's pretty cool you feel a bit like god <laughs> you feel a bit like god it's like bruce almighty almost yeah, that's exactly right cool um so you're in top man at the moment yeah. um how many people have come up to you and recognized you and asked for autographs at the moment none what in top shop nobody would do that really I'm that. no i'm not famous yeah, but it's, it's the big indie place, Top Man, everyone knows. Yeah, I don't know. It was because I was downstairs looking at jeans and our song came on the playlist, which... Um, wow. I know, I know it's on the playlist anyway, but I, haven't, I don't know if I've actually been in here when it's come on before. And I just sort of feel quite... Just a bit silly. <laughs> just a bit silly because I wonder if people can see me thinking about it or, like, thinking or feeling embarrassed. Really. Yeah. Not, not that I feel embarrassed, but... Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I, we're at like a level where it's really hard to tell whether, like, when people look at you sometimes, it's like, are they thinking there's a girl from that band? Or are they thinking she's got something on her face? Or, you know, you just can't tell. What did? What was your reaction when you heard your song come on? Did you, like, jump and look round? No, no, I didn't jump. Just sort of um, smirked. There was some smirking. Oh, fair enough, fair Probably enough. Probably embarrassed smirking. <laughs> so you've just come back from South by Southwest... Yeah, we got back last night. Oh, yeah, midnight. Oh. We're all like properly hanging. Oh dear, how was and, uh, how, how was it? It was unbelievable. Like it's just an experience that I'm never gonna forget ever. You sound it, really happy. It was amazing. Like, have you ever been there? No, I've never been. I'm only 19, but I need to go. I think I'm gonna go, go when I'm 21. Right? Yeah. No. Right. Seriously. Every even as a performer, every time you go into a bar, you get ID. Like you have to have your passport with you all the time. It's just not. So, um, where was the best venue within that you played at South by Southwest? Uh, there was a venue called uh, 
Fader Fort, like, um, basically, uh, it was kind of like a festival within itself, a big outdoors, like, marquee, 1,200 capacity. And um, 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 it was sponsored by, yeah, it's like run by Fader, you know, the magazine? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Levi's. So you played there, and it was amazing, and and you get, like, free reign at the Levi's store there, and, uh, and free Ray-Bans and all sorts of free stuff. Wow. That's the perk um, of the job. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't get paid for playing stuff like that. No, no, no. It's a showcase. You're over there as a, you know, it's an honour to play. Yes. Um, and, and you know, you get given essentially a free ticket to go, which is, you know, it's something like $700 or... Yeah. It's about £500, I think. It's pretty um, mad. So, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a wicked thing to do and everyone is so nice and there's no egos and... Everything you just wouldn't you wouldn't believe it really. Like it's southern hospitality, um, you know, Texas is just the, the friendliest place you can go. Um, at South by Southwest Festival, have to ask this. Yeah. When when you're playing, um yeah. like you're you're doing your shows, are there a lot of reviewers in the crowd and people you're kind of looking at thinking, Oh, they're definitely a reviewer. Gotta up the game for them. Because um, it strikes yes, me you know, you know there's loads of people in, yeah, in the crowd because it's an industry thing. Yeah. Fans there as well, but there's a lot of um, there are a lot of people from record companies and uh, yeah and press and stuff like that. But not you know not at every show. They only come to the shows you know they don't randomly wander around like the punters do. Yeah. Go to specific shows that they want to see. But that wouldn't that wouldn't make us up the ante. Like we want every show to be the best show we've ever done. So just kind of you know just kind of just aware of it. Yeah, I've um I've been reading your blogs about South by Southwest Festival, uh, dodgy well, I, breakfast I was it? Was that, I might have been James. James, have you been writing blogs about South by Southwest? On your MySpace? I haven't read them. <laughs> James said it was him. Ah, oh, okay, fair enough. Anyway, yeah. sounds like you had say? a dodgy breakfast. Uh, yeah, that actually the food generally there was quite good, but we've all we've all got sick. Like, You're all suffering now. During the trip. Yeah, and then like last night we we flew back and um, American Airlines left our luggage in Chicago, which was nice. No. So there, there's my bad madding. Have you got it back now? Yeah, they delivered it, like, by courier this morning. Like, basically got on the next flight. Oh, well, that's we good. At least they done that. We weren't very impressed. We weren't very impressed by that. Cool. So, but, um, yeah. new single yeah. is on the way. Karen, it's called. Yes, it is. Comes in a lovely bundle as well. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. With um, all sorts of goodies, tulips-related goodies. A personal message from yourself. Yeah, I, I haven't written them yet. You haven't wrote them yet? Oh, God. I've just been told I've got to do it. I've got to think of some nice things to say. What do you reckon you're going to put in there? Um, thanks for buying this. You've obviously got really good taste in music. Have a um, happy Easter is what you should put. Have a happy Easter and... I need too much chocolate. I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Something better than that, I hope. Oh, oh sorry. I was just <laughs> giving you ideas and inspiration there. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm bad-bagging my own ideas for that. But, um, yeah, uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll send something truly original and hilarious. Good. And then you've got your big UK tour coming up. You excited yeah, about that? Um, yeah, I'm excited, actually, because we just done the... Like, the night before we, fin- we went on tour with... Um, not before we went to South Southwest, we finished the tour with Delphic. Yes. Um, which was really good fun, but, like, it is really fun doing it on your own. Yeah. Um, not being support from somebody so yeah it was it was cool and then we are looking forward to this because we're going on tour with a band that we love 
uh, called Party Horse. We're taking them on tour with us. They're a really cool band from Sheffield. Um, and it's just going to be, it's going to be wicked. Good, good, good. How was playing with Delphic? Delphic are a really good band um, and they're really nice people. Um, and it was like, it was a fun tour. We left to go to South by and then they went to Australia and uh, I think they're in Japan now, maybe. So yeah, we've kind of gone on different ways. But I think the word on the street is that we're playing with them again in Berlin at some point. So I don't know. Nice little trip to Germany. Yeah, Berlin's a wicked place. Wicked place to play. Cool. Um, so what are your plans for the summer? Big festival season, is it, for you guys? I think so. Um, we're playing V and um, Lovebox and Cannon Crawl. And, yeah, I mean, we had a mad festival season last year. We played, like, 25 festivals, like, um, which is a lot. And, you know, some weekends we did one on a Friday, one on a Saturday, one on a Sunday. It's really full-on summer. Um, so if there's anything like that, yeah, it'll be really busy. Um, except we'll be doing European stuff as well so yeah I think it's going to be quite a hectic year so that's what happened when I caught up with Tulips as part of Top Man's Control That is it for this podcast. Who can believe it? Right, on the next episode, we chat to Foles about their new album, Total Life Forever, plus an exclusive interview and an exclusive acoustic treat from the Future Heads. They'll be talking to us about their new album, The Chaos, so make sure you catch that. This is The Fix on gigjunkie.net. Stay tuned to the website for all your latest gig news, tickets, and make sure you read the blog. Some great posts up on there.